There is no way that the Wilder Fury fight was a draw. There is no way that the Wilder Fury fight was a draw. Understood. Tyson Fury got knocked down twice. But he was so far ahead in that fight that it did not make a difference. Now, that is history. We can argue about that forever. I rooted for Deontay Wilder, but Fury pulled it through. And I have to say that I do like Tyson Fury. I like him very much. He's great for the sport. He's a showman. He's an entertainer. And he has the technical skill over and above all of the fighters at heavyweight today. But I am a fan of boxing. Let me say that. Whoever puts on the great fights and whoever steps forward as a man, unlike Anthony Joshua, who has more belts, but that's another story. But there is no way that Tyson Fury lost that fight. Deontay Wilder did not win that fight, even with the two knockdowns. Even if you made each knockdown for Deontay Wilder a 10-7 round. I'm going to go so far as to say that. Because aside from those rounds where he knocked Tyson Fury down, and I'm not right in front of a of the recording of the fight, but I have to say, did did Tyson Fury do bad during those rounds when he got knocked down aside from the knockdowns, okay? Was it neutral? I'm going to go back and look at the fight and come up with the numbers, but off the top of my head, there is no way that Tyson Fury lost that fight, and there is no way we know that Deontay Wilder won that fight, and it was not a draw. I'm not going to rant on about how boxing is crooked and everything because this was a beautiful fight when you understood the stories behind it. Now let's really understand a couple of things about this fight. Before this fight, Tyson Fury fought two soft touches this year. He didn't look really well, but he wanted to get some work in and put some rounds in. After those short touches, no one would have been mad with Tyson Fury if he took another year of soft touches building up a little bit to really come and fight for the title in 2020. Nobody would have been mad with him. The reason why? After he, he beat Klitschko and won the belts, he fell victim to drug addiction. Cocaine, I know that was one of them. Um, alcohol, that was another. And God knows what else. Suicidal thoughts and depression. Mental illness. He says this himself. He went spiraling down. We all have reasons why we can fall and, and, and go down. I'm not going to analyze this situation, but for a human being to come back to fight at this level after two short touches and three years out of the ring. Now, let's also understand that I don't know exactly how much weight he lost, but it had to be a, around 150 pounds, if not more. He put on so much weight. So let's take the mental illness, the depression, and the drug addiction away and put on 150 pounds and to come back and to fight at this level where he's fighting for the heavyweight championship of the world. That alone is a win. That alone is monumental. That alone is a victory. And to actually come back in front of our eyes and put on a boxing clinic and beat Deontay Wilder. That alone, we saw it. We saw it. 
So, I mean, the bittersweet ending was that it was a draw. What's good about it is that we will most likely see a rematch. Now that we can talk about the corruption in boxing, but who knew? Because if we say that, well, it was scripted, it would take away from the story. And I just don't feel it was that way. Because you saw it with your very eyes, your very own eyes. You saw it. We saw it. And I really want to know who thinks Deontay Wilder won. And I like Deontay Wilder. But I am a fan of boxing. I'm not going to root for somebody based on color, even though I liked a lot of the things that he said representing our people. I could never back away from that. But this is sport. Once you say what you say and make it entertaining and get the butts in the seats and get people intrigued and riled up, now we're going to go for the sporting part of it, and it's even. And I heard, some, I heard many people say, well, this is boxing. You have to take it away from the champion to win. No, I don't believe in that. This is what I believe in in the sport of boxing because I've been following boxing from eight years old. Didn't know much about it, evidently, but living in New York City, I felt the adrenaline. I felt the tension of Ali Frazier. And I was so young and dumb, I didn't know it was so close to where I lived, right? I was just so caught up in this thing at that time. And that's when Muhammad Ali really became one of my superheroes. And it brought me into boxing. But I am not going to sit here and ride one boxer's jock because I'm going to favor him. I step back and while I'm a fan also and I will root for somebody. When it's all said and done, I'm a fan of boxing. And it's fair is fair. It's the theater of the unexpected. And that's what we see. But don't tell me that you have to take it from the champion. Because this is what I believe about a champion, okay? Not taking away from any champion, but when you win the championship, yes, the belt is around your waist. And when you step down into the ring, as far as the ring announces and the fans are concerned, you are the champion. But this is where I come in in my thought. You have to win the belt all over again. Nobody's the champion when they step into that ring because either one of these guys, whoever's fighting, can win that fight. It shouldn't be where you showed any favoritism because you're the champion. If anything, you have to prove more because you have that belt around your waist and be dominant. Okay, now, if it is a tight, 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 close decision, tight then maybe we'll say we're not going to upset the apple cart if we can't see where the challenger was dominant. I can understand that. But you can't give it to the champion if it's not a close fight. And Deontay Wilder was basically swinging, taking chances. Now, I'm not putting the brother down. But I have to call it like I see it. He's looking more and more like a one-trick pony. We understand he has power but there's got to be a full arsenal in your repertoire so that you can do things to set up that power. Power means nothing if you can't hit the person. If you can't hit the person, it means nothing. You have some powerful air swinging past their face and they'll be missing. You'll be missing it by a few inches and it looks impressive. And also the way he sets it up, there is no setup. He might throw a jab and come by with this right hand and he swings it how could you not knock out a lot of people when you swing it like that i'm not going to go and say well he padded his record with nobodies because anybody that you can knock out 
And anybody that you fight over 200 pounds and you're a heavyweight, they can knock you out too. That's a lot of weight. Whether you have skill, speed, technical experience, anybody can knock anybody out at the right time at a given moment, If you, especially if you're over 200 pounds. Come on, don't doubt me. Come on, uncles and fathers. Little kid walks pe past you in the living room and you're watching TV and they swing and hit your nuts by mistake. They don't know and you're hurt and you're like, oh my God, even the baby blow hurt. So you get a grown man trying to hit you in the face and you tell me you're going to stand up. Anybody can get knocked down. Anybody can get knocked out. We understand that. But look at the boxing clinic that Tyson Fury put on. And it was funny because it was mentioned on the broadcast that the person who looked like the athlete was getting tired and the person who didn't look like the athlete was the one who had all of the energy. So look at that. Tyson Fury, his butt cheeks were jumping up, up, up under his lower back. He still wasn't in super prime shape, but he had enough and he presented it enough with the full arsenal of boxing skills, the height, the reach advantage, and the movement and the master of control with his distance. Deontay Wilder couldn't catch him, really. It was only when he closed in and he capitalized on his boxing skills. And what most people don't know is that when you have a puncher who has to have his feet wide and set to deliver the punch, if you keep moving to your left or to your right and keep him moving, he's got to reset his feet before he can even throw the punch. So if you have to keep resetting your feet, you can't hit the guy with your power blow. I don't know everything about boxing, but I do know that much. A guy like Deontay Wilder will always have a problem with a guy who moves. If you stand in front of him, he will knock you out eventually each and every time. But I'm not going to make this long because there are other broadcasts, boxing broadcasts that I know that you want to watch. I understand that. But I'm going to say this one last thing. Tyson Fury was the winner tonight in that fight. He was the winner tonight in the boxing match. He was also a winner in life. Because for him to climb up out of the hole that he climbed up out of, most of us probably couldn't even do that. So I say this, if Tyson Fury put on such a boxing clinic, at this point of his comeback against Deontay Wilder, it's only going to get better for Tyson Fury. Well, why is that? He's a little younger than Deontay Wilder. I believe he's four years younger, which is not much of a difference. But this is the thing. He is so much better now because he is sharper because of this fight. He, he, he knows Deontay Wilder's style better because he was in the ring with him for 12 rounds. And not only that, but look at the man's spirit. It was nice to see them embracing and, and talking nice to each other, even though I couldn't hear the words of what they said. It was nice for them to do that. Because we've seen a lot of nasty endings in boxing, and that's why it's so hard for boxing to be marketable to mainstream America in the mainstream world. So that was good, especially when you have a black fighter and a white fighter. But what got me is how gracious he was after he knew that he got ripped off. And he admitted, yes, I feel I won that fight. But he congratulated everybody. He was the one showing more affection. And like I said, he is an unsung hero and he needs to be embraced. For Deontay Wilder, it's hard to, to, to teach an old dog new, new tricks. You're not old, but you're set in your ways. You should have kept the pace of that fight up. 
because you should have been in better shape than Tyson Fury. But since you came into the fight at 212 pounds, to me, it seems like you were overtrained. You wanted to move more, maybe. Or maybe you were so emotional that you overtrained and left your fight in the gym. But let's look forward to the future. This is something that we have to look forward to. And when we do this, I'm definitely going to live stream it. I'm definitely going to have my own commentary, although I can't show the fight. And we're going to have some fun. And that's going to be an eight-hour show. I promise you. But if we wait to the rematch and Tyson Fury has more time to train, more time to zero in on his skills, live clean, as well as not be broken by this draw because he knows he won the fight. The whole world saw it. It's going to be a really hard time in the rematch for Deontay Wilder to change his game to win this fight. Tyson Fury won it. He never lost. Deontay Wilder didn't win it, even though technically he didn't lose. I want to hear your comments because as far as I'm concerned, we all know what's going to happen in the rematch. Let me hear it, people. Leave your comments below. Peace. Lance Curve out. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.